Hi guys, welcome to Safe Place Podcast. I am Tamira, your host. Here at Safe Place, I spread awareness about suicide, depression, and other mental illness, and I create a safe place for those living with them. Last in our last episode, we, we answered questions that believers often ask, believers with mental health conditions often ask questions like believers who have mental disorder, they are under demonic possession. Can a believer with mental illness? receive healing should they go for therapy should they seek therapy should they take medications all these questions were answered in, in my previous in the previous episode so today we'll be talking about marrying someone with a mental illness and with me here is ibi fubara davis she's going to the psychologist she's going to be answering some of the questions i'm going to be asking her on marrying someone with a mental illness if you're interested in sponsoring any of our episodes you can contact me at safe place podcast 21 at gmail.com so we start now welcome ma hi thank you for having me okay okay thank you for thank you okay i'll ask the first question okay if i'm in love with someone if i'm in love with someone should i tell the person i have a mental illness okay yeah definitely it's um, very advisable to speak to anybody um, that you're dating, especially when it's something that's serious. Like you said, if you're in love with somebody, it's not just um, casual dating. Uh, if you're casually dating somebody, you can even skip that part because it's not serious. But if you're seriously dating somebody, um, yeah, you can. Your relationship is as is has gone on for some time um it's very advisable to tell the person this is why um with mental illnesses come symptoms of the mental illnesses and how um, and these things also affect them one way or the other um you having an episode or going into certain moods for instance if um if somebody is dealing with depression um they are they are too tired to do stuff or they are very hyperactive they're just days where the symptoms of the depression um, sh- um we they see people other people see the symptoms of the depression and instead of keeping the, your partner in the dark where they cannot really understand what is going on telling them about what's going on with you can help them um better equip themselves for how to deal with the situation for you and also for themselves okay so now that you know that your partner has a mental illness how do you date such person how do you love the person are there any special dating rules are there anything you must do specially to love the person because you do that this person has a challenge how do you love the person how do you date this person okay so i think everybody first of all people take um, people with mental illnesses like some forbidden thing like oh yeah like ooh, if you have to date a person with mental illness it's tough it's this is that meanwhile people with mental illnesses they're like regular people it's just like there are days where it's not easy obviously um how the dating rules i won't particularly say that dating rules because everybody's uh, mental illnesses will i say show in a different way um me having depression is different from another person having depression like 
snows like nobody's like um, mental illness is identical let me put it that way like everybody yes there are some symptoms that are universal like almost everybody gets them but there are things that are also different do you understand so there are not particularly any dating rules but there are just some things that you need in order to help dating uh i won't say easier because you never know what would be better but like just to do and the first thing i'll say is to learn about um living with mental illnesses learn about it's like you're the one that has the mental illness do you understand so learn about the diagnosis the symptoms the treatments so that you can first hand like so not first hand second hand know what it's like to have a mental illness so go on the internet go read books or read um papers that psychologists have done about or just read stuff on wellness um pages about what it means to live with mental illnesses see or go ask around look at people's stories what have what what did they go through what are their symptoms like how are their treatment patterns are like so that you can kind of get what's going on in a way in your partner's head then okay. you have to be very no that's not okay you have to be very supportive as a as somebody that's um someone that's dating a, a person that's dealing with a mental illness no but the one thing that's very important is to listen um do not try to put on your opinions on what's good treatment patterns is like to the person because you don't know what the person wants um don't push the person to tell you what goes on during therapy or what goes on in their head let them do it at their own time just support especially if your partner has been newly diagnosed because the person is trying to deal with this thing so showing support will help the person and yeah don't become their therapist i think that's another thing don't become don't try to take all like don't try to listen to the extent you start giving the person oh do this don't do that yeah don't become their therapist um you yourself you have to practice self-care because it gets to a point where um it doesn't you're not a burden but it gets to a point the person is not a burden but it gets to a point where it feels like your whole relationship is overwhelmed hmm. by um this illness and that's when you have to go don't spend time managing the mental um, health disorder in your relationship like let that not let that not be the center of your relationship have a relationship like every regular person like because you guys are regular people one person is it's just like one person having malaria you're trying to treat it does not mean that you don't have a normal relationship it's just at that moment you're trying to deal with something so don't center the mental illness yeah around uh, don't center managing the mental illness in your relationship basically okay so is there is there any way mental illness can affect a romantic relationship Oh, yeah definitely yeah okay so because um for instance now s- s- some symptoms of some mental illnesses include um people having um people's behavior has been erratic so they can't get violent for instance so mm-hmm. you have to know how to separate the behavior the cause from the um the cause of the behavior from the behavior itself do you understand if you are in any way in harm's way do not say oh because this person has a mental illness i understand blah 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 yeah but know that you need to get help for this person and that's when it can affect like the relationship like how do you how do you know when to get help for somebody and how do you know when you're making excuses based of this person's mental illness like are you going to say oh yeah this person is always mean to me because 
because this person has a mental illness or this person has bipolar disorder where they are either um, erratic or they are sober when they are when the person is in gender spectrum like when the person is calm the person is so nice to me but when the person is on gender spectrum when the person is really erratic the person is really mean to me do you understand um yeah. or yeah or for instance also bipolar when the person is calm the relationship seems normal but when the person is very erratic the person can wake up in the morning and be like let's go on an adventure and you, you don't want to go on an adventure because you have work because that's how it can affect your relationship so you need to know when to say okay like manage the drugs of the person is the person taking the person's drugs when do you know when to call the therapist what do you know what to do to like calm the person down in that moment and like explain to the person that okay yeah we need to do this we need to do that and this is why it's important to do this and how the person will listen to you do you understand so it can affect the relationship in a way that you start thinking um stuff you're doing is the reason why the person is um behaving differently or the reason why the person's symptoms are getting worse do you understand meanwhile it is not the person is just dealing with certain things so um yeah that's how it can affect your relationship okay so can a partner who has a mental illness be toxic in a relationship um hmm. okay so that question is very vague actually well can a person be toxic in a relationship anybody can be toxic in a relationship yeah mental illnesses do not all of a sudden bring out bad characteristics i think there's so much negativity around mental illnesses that people think that oh yeah when person has a mental illness they are bad in a relationship or whatever the same way a person can be really really nice and kind even while dealing with a mental illness the person can be toxic in a relationship the same way everywhere a person that doesn't have a mental illness can be toxic in a relationship is the same way like so if there's any extra toxic behavior like i've mentioned before it can be because of a certain disorder that is making the person erratic in certain ways and the person cannot control their behavior okay so okay this question now thank you so much this question now these people now like we have two people now they are planning to get married now. they have they have dated they have courted they are married and maybe one of the partner has a mental disorder should the other partner inform his family member or should just keep it secret between the two of them should they tell the other family members like maybe like now nah, i'm the one who has a mental disorder and i'm dating someone and i'm planning mm-hmm. to get married should he tell his family members or should just keep it between us and it's just our thing no i really like this question um okay so the thing is that it's left to both of them like first of all it's actually the right of the person dealing with the mental health disorder to want to disclose such information so if i have a mental health disorder and i want to get married if i don't give you a go ahead to tell your family you shouldn't do it do you understand like it's my rights it's like it's like whatever like i might i might be dealing with one thing like it's my right to say it do you understand like you can't just go and tell your family without getting my permission so if they want to tell their other family members which i don't understand like the only reason why i feel like they can even tell their family members one is to reduce stigma like to tell them that okay yeah it's very regular to date somebody dealing with mental health issues do you understand it can help with reducing stigma especially with families that might have stigma- stigmatized like people that have believed in mental health disorders in the past or to also um, prep them in terms for people with very um, chronic uh, mental health disorders for prep them for when they might come over or they might be around and this person is having an episode do you understand or this person is having a crisis 
that they might ha- um, help with. For instance, um, the mother-in-law might be around one day and the wife is having a meltdown and like she really needs help or she really needs somebody to call a therapist or she need, needs someone to calm her down as easy as that. It's nice, it would be good to inform the mother-in-law just so she knows that, okay, in times like this, um, do this, um, tell her these words, tell her this, or just leave her alone, she'll be okay. Or just watch out and uh, make sure you take away all the sharp objects so she doesn't hurt herself, or just um, sing to her, or just put on this music so she'll be all right. You understand? In times like that, it's good. But at the end of the day, it's still left like the number one factor in this is the person dealing with the mental health. If this person doesn't give a go ahead, you have no right to speak to your family about it. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, so this question is, can both, like, both partners now, they both have, maybe they both have bipolar disorder, or they both have a mental illness that the two of them, maybe they just, two of them have a mental health challenge. Can they get married? Can they get married to each other? Is it possible? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why can't people with mental health disorders marry each other? It's like, so like again like i think i have to check, bring it back to physical health disorders i mean there are people with um some physical health disorders that still get married to each other do you understand as long as there's help in it like yes they can they can they can get married to each other but like on other on under certain circumstances they can't get married to each other if they are not seeking help or if they are not um speaking to a therapist about it do you understand like they have to be speaking to somebody very um they have to be very constant with speaking to a therapist speaking to a psychiatrist about it because with bipolar usually drugs are involved so they have to have a psychiatrist they have to have a therapist they have to be actively trying to treat these things so now there's something called epigenetics like people um um, there's there's a there's a way people's kids grandkids all of that get mental illnesses like you it can be genetic do you understand so um that's also a risk but it's not a high risk i know people usually think it's a high risk for people and illnesses but it's not really a high risk it's just a risk but then again like it's not a big deal do you understand but it's something that people usually think about oh my children be all right and all of that yeah your children like can be all right the same way your children can also like have bipolar like it's not something that is it even possible that somebody in your family five years five generations away had bipolar and your child has it now do you understand like everything yeah. in life is kind of like a risk to be honest you never know you might even be like oh how did this come about but somebody had it and nobody knew do you understand so yeah i would say um yeah i would say that it's very very possible but under close supervision Okay. Thank you so much. I think that is the end of my questions. Thank you. Ah. So do you have anything you want to add? Anything you want to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would just um add that um it's like it's very important to again go back to not centering uh, managing mental health disorders, the relationship. Like people that want to have a a like relationship with people dealing with mental health disorders, it's it's fine. Like have the best time of your life like just know it's like dealing with somebody that has uh, mm, let me use hiv for instance people with hiv can get married people that don't live with hiv do you understand they're not living with yeah. hiv they just know what to do um how to protect themselves and all of that it's the same thing like you know that okay this period of time this person is dealing with this kind of thing meaning i need to do certain things i need to be um, in the morning this person is always hyper because that's the time the person um the person wants to go on an adventure blah 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 how do i deal with that like 
being close communication have your own therapist or your own um counselor your own psychologist where you ask these questions to and take care of yourself and be like okay i'm dealing my my partner is dealing with this how do i take care of my partner and how do i take care of myself so that you can have uh, you can be very equipped to handle the situation do you understand instead of just jumping into it like that like no like equip yourself before jumping into the relationship and also like get help if you feel like it's overwhelming just get help don't try to be um the all and all for this person don't let the person be the person that consumes your life like th- there are other things you can do you can get friends where you can vent about things to do you understand it's very very important to be able to vent about things to your friends and all of that so yeah and you can live a very happy life like everybody is living be patient be open and just yeah take care of yourself <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much just such a wonderful time Thank you. Welcome. I really yeah. learned a lot today. Thank you so much. Okay, I know that you're a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Is there any? Do you offer any services for people? Do you mm-hmm. offer any? Yes, I do. I'm a psychotherapist. So um, my work account is Nungu Health. That is N U N G U Health. N U N G U Health. Um, okay. I offer therapy um, services to people. So you okay. can reach me there. Oh, thank you so much. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you so much. We have come to the end of today's show. Oh, Keep I'm glad. listening to Safe Place Podcast every day, every time. Share to your friends. You can follow us on our social media um, page. Uh, that is on Instagram at safe place underscore podcast. See you next episode. Bye.